It's 11 minutes before the hour. You're listening to Raven Radio, KCAW Sitka. Today is Thursday, April 20th, 2023. I'm Brooke Schaefer with Raven News. Sitka firefighters responded to a blaze at the scrapyard at the Gary Paxton Industrial Park on Wednesday morning. Scrapyard employees called 911 around 10.45 a.m. to report that a silver BMW they were about to crush had sparked and caught fire, spreading to a nearby scrap pile. Staff kept the fire contained and were actively fighting the fire until the fire department arrived on the scene. Fire Chief Craig Warren says the department sent two fire engines and an ambulance to the call. Six volunteers and six fire department staff responded. It took them about a half an hour and around 7,000 gallons of water to extinguish the blaze. No injuries were reported. The Sitka Assembly is satisfied with the performance of the municipal administrator and attorney. In a special meeting on Tuesday, the Assembly rated the performance of City Administrator John Leach and Attorney Brian Hansen as exemplary and gave both pay increases. KCAW's Catherine Rose reports. While Municipal Attorney Brian Hansen's performance review was delivered in executive session, Municipal Administrator John Leach's was done in public. And Assemblymember's comments on the whole were positive. Mayor Stephen Eisenbeis said he was impressed that, after three years, Leach continued to grow in the position. I think others in your position, having been here this long, would uh, sit on what they've accomplished and and continue to ride that out for the next little bit. But uh, I don't think that that is the person that you are, nor the direction you want to go. once uh, one fire gets put out, um, I think you go looking for fires elsewhere to, to find, to put out. And uh, it's been commonly said in the municipality that all we do is, is continually put out fires, but you're, you're getting there proactively and you're making sure that the, the tinder is gone. Some noted Leach's integrity, his attention to detail, his aptitude for budget and asset management. A couple said he could stand to delegate more and not sweat the small stuff. Assemblymember Tor Christensen said he was pleased to see that Leach had maintained a pretty good relationship with the community. It's really rare for somebody to be in his position for as long as he has uh, and not have a significant percentage of the population mad at him. And, you know, obviously, uh, I think you could be the combination of Jesus and Gandhi, and still you'd have a bunch of people mad at you. But it's amazing how small that is, in all honesty. Assemblymember Crystal Duncan wanted to set goals for the coming year and possibly update the administrator's job description to align more closely with the city's strategic plan. I think he made a lot of really positive movement. I think we as a body can better support him. And we know it starts at the top, and we are the top. So I think we need to set expectations for ourselves, and I think we step forward I know that I am better as an employee because I have goals to work towards and I have the support from my supervisor to do that. I'm just trying to parlay that to John and Brian as well. Mayor Eisenbeis agreed to schedule a work session in the coming weeks to set goals for Leach's performance over the next year. While the assembly was mostly in agreement over the positives Leach brings to the table, there was some back and forth over how much to raise his pay. Whether to go with the 1.5% increase already built into Leach's contract or something higher. While each told the assembly he was okay with the increase that was built in, several assembly members, including J.J. Carlson, advocated for 5%. I don't connect directly, he said, being comfortable with 1.5. Like, he's okay. That was his word. He's okay. But he's not good. He's not great. He's not excellent. He's okay with 1.5%. If we feel he's better at his job, then okay. 
we raise it to a degree that we think is a healthy place to live in this town by. A motion was made to give Leach an exemplary rating and a 5% pay increase. After some discussion, Assemblymember Kevin Mosher said he could support 5%, but pushed back when that number was raised by around half a percentage point. I would like to pay John 10, you know, not 10 times, but a lot more than we do. However, I also want to put in perspective that the city, city employees are some of the best paid employees in town. And we have taxes that these people pay. So people are paying, you know, they're not getting, a lot of them are not getting as good of a deal and they're having to pay taxes to pay for this. Mosher was the lone vote against an amendment to bump Leach's pay increase from 5% to 5.4%. The final vote to give Leach an exemplary review and a 5.4% pay increase passed unanimously. After reviewing attorney Brian Hansen behind closed doors, the assembly returned and offered him the same pay increase on a 7-0 vote. Reporting in Sitka, I'm Catherine Rose. An airplane equipment manufacturer is setting up shop in Sitka, in the garage where he invented his first device. Tim Fulton is a ramper who spent nearly four decades loading luggage and cargo on Alaska Airline jets. After weathering the pandemic and several years of demonstrating his product around the world and obtaining various safety certifications, he'll be shipping his first two orders this month. KCAW's Robert Woolsey dropped by to see how business is shaping up at Ramper Innovations. If you are experiencing deja vu right now, don't be concerned. I've reported on Ramper Innovations on two previous occasions, first with Tim Fulton, the innovator, a second time with Tim Fulton, the product developer. This third trip is to meet with Tim Fulton, the manufacturer, and to see his operation. Fulton's machinist, Dane Invest, is operating a computer-controlled router. What's this part that's being made? Uh, it's a cover plate for the chassis. So right now it's using a chamfer mill to uh, cut some chamfers to accept hardware. Fulton's shop is still located in his home in a Sitka neighborhood, but it's evolved far beyond your typical garage workshop. The computer-controlled router and color monitors by the door are a dead giveaway, but so is the device taking shape on the bench, a clean assembly of precision-made aluminum framing, motors, and belts that is less Rube Goldberg of my last visit and a bit more Henry Ford. Fulton calls his product Tesabas, which is an acronym for Tim Saves Backs. We're wiring this one up, uh, and it should be um, assembled by the end of the week, and then we'll start on this second one, and uh, all plans are to send it to Malaysia by the end of the month. The machine is a folding belt designed to operate in the belly of an aircraft like a Boeing 737 or an Airbus A320. Unfolded, it's 20 feet long with eight independent conveyor belts that move your luggage from the loading door toward the center of the plane, where a ramper piles it up and secures it with a cargo net. In current practice, your luggage doesn't move down a belt inside a plane. A ramper working on their knees throws, shoves, or rolls it, and the consequences can be painful and often chronic back injuries. Tesabas is not exactly flying out the door. Fulton had to advocate for his product in a commercial environment where taking care of the people who load planes is a harder sell than passenger amenities like streaming Wi-Fi. Still, there are believers, and Fulton has traveled the world to put Desabas in front of them, and now it's paying off. These are sold to a equipment supplier to airlines. So we actually 
met uh, this guy when we were at the expo in Paris last year. And he was with the purchaser from Malaysian Air. And the purchaser was very impressed and pushed this guy to purchase for them to send it over. Fulton has three beta versions in circulation in various countries. As we spoke, one was being shipped from Brazil to Miami. Another had just been delivered in Sweden. Surprisingly, the North American market, even his former employer, Alaska Airlines, hasn't shown much interest. There's little reason to doubt Fulton, who was a ramper for 38 years, when he says the U.S. airline industry is slow to adopt. If Tesaba succeeds, it will be the international market that makes it happen. We were on a call yesterday with Argentina the day before, with Brazil. We have IAA, the Israeli Airport Authority, is interested. From Sweden, the the unit is going to Spain, England, Thailand, uh, India. So the international market, we're close to closing deals on a daily basis. Ramper Innovation's first year of revenue was 2022. Each of these Tesabas sells for $35,000, so they're putting up numbers for this year, too. But it's still a scrappy operation. I do have a corner office, but it is in my spare bedroom. (laughs) Maury Hackett is one of four employees in the company and Ramper's chief operating officer, tracking everything from the company's three- to five-year strategy to how it manages time on the production floor. When I was last here, Hackett was in a jacket and slacks. Today, she's in work clothes, helping to assemble the product. Her background is in recreational therapy and ergonomics. She's helping to position Fulton as a thought leader in ramp safety, and she believes that safety will ultimately sell to Sabas. In the receptivity that Tim had in Paris by all these European companies, they're like, oh, this is incredible. And not just like, oh, this is an interesting thing. Like, let me see if I can convince the decision maker of purchasing this thing. They have the authority as the safety person, and safety is shaping things. A crowdfunding campaign for Ramper Innovations raised over $325,000 last year. But now that he's actually putting Tesabas into production, Fulton believes his company is turning over a new chapter. He envisions his folding belt technology used in trucking, warehousing, and even cruise ships. Like a lot of entrepreneurs, he did not think it would be this hard, but he's in it for the duration. It does get stressful, (laughs) but it's still enjoyable. And I, I think believing in what we're doing makes a big difference. In the meantime, Fulton will continue cultivating international sales and stay focused. What's in front of us right now, he says, is getting these units built and getting more sold. Reporting in Sitka, I'm Robert Woolsey. I'm Brooke Schaefer, and this has been Raven News.